Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Back with our panel on topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound 3636. Uh, all right, and so uh, let's turn to other places where I guess efficiencies are being sought. The Ford government now in consultations are about to launch on uh, the class size and teacher hiring practices when it comes to primary education. Kindergarten class sizes have been capped as well as uh, grades 1 to 3 uh, right now. The cap size for kindergarten is 29 students, and the primary grades, it's 23 students. But uh, they're looking at removing that, I guess. Might mean fewer teachers, uh, increase the size of classes. David Wills, would this compromise the quality of education for toddlers? Guaranteed, Will. All of the ev- there's tons and tons and tons of evidence about smaller class sizes from JK to, to grade 3 and the benefits for students later on. It improves their learning outcomes. There's a whole bunch of issues. We also have to remember we're expecting way more out of our teachers now. They're beyond just teachers. They're social workers. They're doing all of these other things in the classroom. Bigger class sizes. You know, I think it's fine for the government to review it, which is where we're at right now. And, uh, you know, Sam Hammond made an offer today to take the minister around to meet, to go to classrooms, talk to teachers, talk to parents, talk to the kids. And I think that I'm hoping that the evidence comes back and they say, yeah, you know what? Smaller class sizes are good for kids. And it's good for the taxpayer long term because we have less trouble down the road. All right, David Sherman, uh, Peter Sherman, rather, not a place to economize or find efficiencies? I think that we should be studying this and taking a look at what we can do. I, I have heard all of the, and I understand evidence-based is a phrase that finds its way into everything. I understand that Sam Hammond has particular views. I understand that uh, I've been told for many years to cry me a freaking river for teachers. And, and uh, you know what? I get a little tired of it because regardless of the fact that uh, you know there's 23 as a cap in primary grades, if we went to 25 or 26, would it be so terrible? Somehow or other, all of the people sitting on this panel managed to get through that and more numbers of students, and we're here and we're literate and we're okay. I'm not suggesting a retrograde step. I'm saying the money has to come from somewhere. So let's take a good hard look. Uh, possibly, David, if I had been in smaller classes, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be something significant. You'd, you'd be, you would have amounted to something, John. <laughs> you'd, you'd be, you'd be contributing to society in a different way, John, I'm sure. There you go. Uh, holiday, any idea of uh, it's in consultation? Yep. Uh, but well, is this a place where efficiencies can be found? They're playing with fire again. Every time uh, we get into the education policy discussion, it seems to... Um, get the government into trouble because of the controversy on it. But look, uh, hey, look, I'm a parent, small kids in school. Even I want smaller classes for my kids. What I would say is uh, there are more risks at the at the at the smallest or the the, low, the the lowest grade, the younger kids. Uh, there's more flexibility as you get older, probably. But what I would say is I'm not so fixated on the cast class uh, cap size as I am the regulation and the policies around it because I think 
regulations produce unintended consequences. You've got physical classroom sizes. You've got numbers. You've got teachers trying to match this up or principals trying to match this up. You get split grades. You get all sorts of things. So is there? A, is it worth digging into the regulations and all the red tape and design around classroom? Yeah, we should have those conversations and look for improvements to that. The world changes. People's approaches to education change. And uh, and good for opening up this discussion, but tread carefully is my, uh, my message to the government. All right. Well, uh, here's another issue surrounding the PCs here in Ontario, the cancellation of these two uh, plants that they uh, attempted to buy. The regulator in Washington state said uh, it's a non-starter because of political interference from uh, Doug Ford and firing the board and so on and so forth. Uh, So was this deal cancellation, which is going to cost the taxpayer now $103 million, a result of a bad decision by the PC government or the previous Liberal government for getting us into this whole thing with coal-fired generating plants in the first place, Peter Sherman? I don't know. I wish I could tell you more definitively. Here's what I do know, that when negotiating to purchase something or to merge with with another company, in other words, make a business deal, the penalty, the one-sided penalty of $103 million, I don't know where that came from, but I sure would like to talk to the person who allowed that to go into the contract. Well, that would have been under... uh the win liberals. I mean, they negotiate. No, no, that's any, the answer. Any corporate deal always has a kill fee like that in it so that the, the acquirer can't back out or or that the other one backs away from it, Sure, that there is this in there. The decision was made because the government in the campaign shot before they aimed. They talked about something that they, they didn't do, then they carried through when they should have known that that was in there. They knew that was in there when they fired them. Yeah, they but wait they may if, not have known in the campaign, but they knew by the time they took power. So, you know, I'd, I'd really like to hear how the $103 million is respect for the taxpayer because well, here's the it thing, really though, isn't. Let me, let you me should add. back off on a deal when you say, you know what, we didn't know okay. about that. The government made a bad deal. We can't follow through on firing this guy. we got to go through with this. Okay, so and they didn't keep, do it. we keep the board. We keep Mayo Schmidt and all the rest of that just because, you know, there's a penalty affixed to it at the end. You're, you're surmising that that's how the regulator, regulator would have ruled. The six million dollar getting rid of the six million dollar man just cost us a hundred and three million bucks. Oh, stop that! Hey, no, you're sloganeering. You, Listen, you're there's, sloganeering. There's, there's a couple of guys. I'm not sloganeering. There's a couple of states that were involved that approved it. It's it's arbitrary. A hundred and three million dollars kill fee. I agree, but a hundred and three million dollars is a lot of dollars. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it, it is. Uh, and yet, the question is whether or not you know a forty-seven percent stakeholder has a right to determine how they want to construct uh, certain things and the board and all the rest of that. Uh, they they knew what the deal was when they pulled the trigger on them. Stephen? Government risk is always a factor in these decisions. Somebody would have quantified it, and, uh, and, and somebody would have known if this thing went sideways, there was a big dollar value. The bigger question is, is... Uh, you know, what is the philosophy on government being involved in commercial enterprises? That's what these utility companies are. Uh, and they are involved in mergers and acquisitions, which is a business risk. And uh, I think we should be thinking as a society about what is included in the basket of government services and what is on the outside. And uh, think about the, the lines and the risks that are involved to people like the taxpayer when you're involved in commercial deals. A prudent cautionary tale from Stephen Holliday, Deputy Mayor, Council Ward 3, David Wills, Vice President, Senior Vice President, Media Profile, Peter Sherman, Broadcaster, Businessman, former MPP. Thank you all this Thursday afternoon for a lively discussion. We'll do it again next week. Coming up, the news in detail on the other side of that, Dan Riskin, Canadian evolutionary biologist and media personality, always full value. He's got some fascinating stories. The Canada Space Agency mission to collect an asteroid sample is uh, something happening as we speak, and he's going to explain all that after the news in moments here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 